0: Hello there, my angel, and welcome back. Whether you are watching on YouTube or you are listening on the podcast, don't forget to like this and subscribe for more. Today, I'm going to be talking about some tips on entering your feminine era. This video is mainly for the ladies But if you're a man and you're watching this, learning about feminine energy is a really good idea just for you to be informed and aware of how women work (laughs) to a certain extent and for you to be able to better support the women in your life. Cultivating healthy feminine energy is everything. If you are still in your wounded energy, life is going to be so much more difficult to get through. Not only will you experience more difficulties in your life, but overcoming challenges will be a lot harder. Enjoying things that are good and positive is also going to become more difficult. So not only will life be a little bit more challenging, more of that bad luck, but it'll also be more difficult for you to really enjoy the good parts and really feel when something good is happening. You can get to this point of sort of being robotic, cut off to nature, cut off to your body, cut off from your sexuality, cut off from your love and cut off from your womb and you can start having impulses and habits and hobbies that are just very destructive for you as a woman and as a human. So it's so important to actively tune into your feminine energy and Make sure that everything is working the way it's supposed to. You are feeling the way you're supposed to. So you can live your best life because regardless of how much stuff we have, regardless of where we live, regardless of what we look like, the quality of life is really more determined by your perception and how you feel, what you're able to receive, not really determined by the actual external reality. Because two people living in the exact same kind of home with the exact same kind of things can be at completely different levels of happiness and satisfaction. So it goes to show you that living a rich and fulfilling life goes so much more beyond what you can physically see there's a certain mindset a certain energy a certain perception that the happier person has that the unhappier person doesn't know about there's something going on that can't be seen That I think we can agree on. So the tips I'm going to give you to open you up to more of your feminine energy and open you up to feeling more pleasure in life and being able to enjoy what you have and call in bigger and better things if that's what you want. Those are just some tools for you to get to that place. Go through this process intuitively. Tweak this however you want to tweak it. Do it in whatever way you want to do it. Because as long as you are actively putting in effort to get in your feminine energy, you're going to be shown the way. So even if what tips I give you may not do too much for you, you're going to find the better way as you try things out as you actively practice in your feminine energy as you actively try to balance that you're going to intuitively figure out what steps are best for you what tips resonate with you what tips are irrelevant to you everybody's different so Let's get into it. I hope you enjoy what I'm about to show you because this is what I've learned over the past three, four months of really exploring feminine energy and applying some of the things into my own life and seeing how my life changes as a result. And these three tips are the ones that stood out to me the most when I was sitting down and journaling on the fact that I wanted to create a feminine energy tip video, these are the first three things that really just straight away got to me, came to me. These are the first things I thought about. So I'm probably going to keep making these kinds of videos because there's more. There's more out there. This is just kind of an introduction. And I know I've already made a few feminine energy videos. And the information in those videos is also completely valid. So watch as much as you can get to know all the different areas, see what works for you. So the first tip is to take weight off of your shoulders. So One of the most impactful things, kind of sucking you dry and closing you off to really being in your feminine energy is the feeling of anxiety and stress. And the most common cause of anxiety and stress in your average woman is too much going on. Too many responsibilities. Too much that you have to do. Too much that you are thinking about. Maybe something's going to happen in the future. And you're like thinking about how it's going to go. Like all these extra things. Too much going on in your mind. And when you try to keep all this stuff in your mind. And multitask in your head. While you're also living your life you tend to get so wrapped up in the mental plane that you don't truly enjoy your life. And you're kind of cutting yourself off from that divine feminine flow of just living your life and having a good time and feeling pleasure. So you need to empty your mind. The way that I did this, the most effective way for me is through journaling so whenever you have a good idea about something whenever you have something happen that triggers you in some way and you want to get it off your chest you want to move through the emotion you write it down you write it down on a piece of paper you can throw away the paper the paper doesn't matter or you can keep a journal and Do a entry every day or anytime you feel triggered or anytime something good happens or anytime you have a dream and you want to write it down, you can use your journal in whatever way you like. The key is to empty your mind. So anything that's in your head, get it on paper. Once you get that on paper and get it out of your brain, you can get back to your feminine energy. Because those thoughts are simply distracting you and keeping you busy, mentally busy, but that doesn't necessarily translate to feeling inner peace, feeling divinely feminine, flowing, self-love, self-care. It doesn't always tie into that. So whenever we get an idea or whenever we have a thought in our mind, don't judge yourself for getting a thought. I know that when I was starting off in this process and I was journaling a lot, when I would get a trigger or when I would feel some sort of emotion that was bad or good or something I wanted to journal on that necessarily wasn't so positive, I would feel a shame right away and I would get angry for even thinking that thought. So I'd be almost judging myself for having that thought come in the first place and now I have to journal it. But really, thoughts aren't good or bad. They affect us differently. The same thought could affect two people completely differently. Maybe with one person who knows that they struggle with money thinks, oh, I have to pay my rent. Maybe that thought triggers anxiety in them, stress in them, but maybe for someone else who's a little bit more financially stable or wealthier thinks, oh, I have to pay my rent. It's more of a reminder. It's more of a neutral emotion. They don't feel this like anxiety that they have to pay their rent. And then they start thinking, oh, I have to pay my rent. I can't even afford food this month. I have so many bills, blah, blah, blah. Like those can be two completely different experiences from the same thought. So thoughts aren't good or bad. It's they affect you in a different way, depending on your beliefs, depending on how your life is going, depending on your emotions, your mood, they affect you differently. So when you take the approach of just accepting all thoughts as they come, you don't discriminate if they're all bad thoughts or if they're all good thoughts or if they're a combination of both, it doesn't matter. You are unaffected by it. You're not going to judge yourself. You're not going to say, oh, well, how come I had all these bad thoughts? and I only had one good thought, what's wrong with me? No, you're not going to do that. You're going to take every thought as it comes in and you're going to get that thought on paper. There's a few different ways you can work through these thoughts. If it's a good thought and you feel excited about something and you write it down, You can say, you can write down whatever you're gonna write and then you can add a sentence at the end and say, I'm so happy and so grateful that things like this get to happen to me all the time. So you want to take the energy, take that positive emotion from this blessing you just received or from this good news you just heard and you're going to magnify that and use the energy from that one small thing and you're going to harness that and use that to affirm a reality that you want to be true. So the fact that this blessing happened one time, that tells you, okay, I can have good things happen to me. So you're going to take that energy, you're going to feel into the good news you just heard and you're going to use that energy to affirm and feel wow. I'm so happy that this happened. It's so amazing how these things and happen to me all the time. It's so crazy that I get to have this. This gets to be my life. I'm so happy. Say whatever affirmation works for you and also write it down because that will help to almost like positively reinforce these good emotions and these good things. And then you're naturally going to attract and seek out situations where you get to feel that feeling again because you're reinforcing it. Option two, let's say it's a negative thought that comes into your mind. In this case, we're not going to judge ourselves that we had a negative thought come in. We're going to get it on paper and get it off our chest. Then you are going to say something like, well, I'm glad I got to express myself. I'm glad to get this off my mind. I trust that this will work out for me just like everything else does. So you can say an affirmation, you can say a mantra, you can pray, you can literally ask God for help on this subject. You can say something like, I know God is going to find a way to solve this for me. I just wanted to get it off my chest and I'm feeling this way, but I have complete faith that this problem is going to solve itself because solutions are always available to me. I can solve any problem that comes my way. Something like that. (laughs) Get creative with this. The point is when you have a negative thought comes up, you observe it, you identify it, You get it on paper, write it down, and then you end it on some kind of positive note. So however you want to do that is up to you. I like to use affirmations. If something bad happens to me or something negative that I have a negative reaction to or I'm stressed about something, I always write it down and end it on a positive note. I'll start off the journal entry by saying something like, Dear Diary, (laughs) Dear Journal, I'm a little bit stressed out about this today because I feel like I'm trying and I'm putting in effort and I'm not seeing the result and it's kind of bumming me out. Um, I know that in the past, even when things have looked Like they're not working out. They end up working out anyways. So I have full faith that this is going to work out and I can't wait to see what solutions come to me. Something like that. Be as general as you want. Be as specific as you want. The point is get it off your chest. Rework it in a way that is positive. That's it. Becoming aware of your thoughts is a huge accomplishment. So beyond becoming aware of them, being able to get them off your mind and on paper and then rework them in a positive way, that sets up these little mini habits, this little mini realignments throughout your day. The more you do this, the more natural it comes to you. Until it gets to a point where you do this process in your head. You're not even going to need a journal anymore. I used to do this all the time. Now, if I don't have my journal with me or if I don't feel like writing it down, I'm just like, oh, this doesn't have to be a huge like journal entry. I'm just going to literally do this process in my head. And just doing that realigns me. So you are going to get so freaking good at this. That you're going to be able to reprogram any thought you want to reprogram on the spot. So start slow, start practicing, get comfortable with this process. The more you do it, the more you allow it to show you that it actually works. Because when you do something once or twice and you don't commit to it every day, You start to write it off as you were unlucky, or it just didn't work out, or this just doesn't work, or I'm not good enough to do this, it's not for me. But if you would have stayed a little bit more persistent and gave it more of a chance, you would have given it time to actually show you that it does work. So give this a fair chance. Give it a fair chance, put in a fair effort, because you will see results. It may be in a day, it may be in a month, it may be in three or four months, it may be in a year. You never know. It could take longer than that, shorter than that. There is no defined time. So stay persistent. The second tip is to Have your masculine structure set up. So when I say masculine structure, this has nothing to do with men or women. It doesn't mean you you set up your man. Like that's not what I'm trying to say. (laughs) What I'm telling you is to set up a structure around the things that are important to you because oftentimes when we first start learning about getting in our feminine energy and feminine energy is flow, masculine energy is structure and discipline and rules. We think that, okay, if I'm going to be in my feminine energy, I can't have any rules. I can't have any type of schedule. I can't have any type of structure. I just need to go with any impulse that comes to me at any time and go with the flow. And that's the only way to be in my feminine energy. That is such a misconception. And it's actually very harmful when you think about it. Because feminine energy is flow. She is chaos. She is beauty, fun, excitement, impulse, loving, nurturing, caring. She is that. But there is no feminine energy without masculine energy. Just like there is no masculine energy without feminine energy. There's still a polarity there that you need to honor within yourself just as much as you enjoy fun and play and flow you crave discipline structure containment you need both finding the balance that works for you is a process that you will need to experiment with yourself There is no one size fits all. Some women are balanced 90% in their feminine energy, 10% in their masculine energy. Some women work in a nine to five job. So they're 50% in their masculine, 50% in their feminine. You don't want to be less in your feminine than you are in your masculine. That is when you will start to see health problems, uh, lack of sensuality, lack of liveliness. If you feel very dull, very monotone, lifeless, chances are you are too much in your masculine energy. So maybe it's the job you have, maybe it's the way you live your life, maybe it's the way you do things, your mindset, I don't know but you are literally engaging in a toxic work environment. (laughs) And I don't, I don't mean that in literally at work. I mean, your body is a toxic work environment right now because there's too much of the wrong thing. So let's say you need a certain amount of feminine, feminine energy in your body and you're, overdoing the the masculine energy it's like literally going and taking like the wrong medication like you're poisoning yourself very slowly (laughs) it's not funny it's kind of scary to think about and it's not going to be this like overnight process of okay one day you were too much in your masculine energy so you're literally going to die tomorrow No, no, it really is how you live your life on average. That's why I use percentages because it's kind of easier to tune into our behavior and kind of come up with a general average, but you want to make sure that you are mostly in your feminine energy. So anywhere from maybe 60% feminine 70% 70% feminine to 90, you know, 95% feminine, that's probably the better area. Closer to 50% feminine and 50% masculine, that's when you get into kind of the danger zone when it comes to feeling really out of touch with our feminine energy. Because you're not, you're not in her enough, you're not in there enough, so you can't feel it. So setting up structures around your feminine energy, it's like having a cup for all the gla- for all the water. So your feminine energy is the water, your masculine containment, your masculine structure is the cup. So In order to have a glass of water and be able to drink the water and benefit from the water, you need to contain it in some way. It can't just be spilling all over the counter in some way. So think about it like you're setting up your routines, you're setting up your structures that you need. Everyone requires different kinds of structures. For me, I'll give you some examples. My masculine structure around exercise is after I'm done working for the day, after I'm done creating for the day. That's my vibe shift. (laughs) That's what I like to call it. My exercise is done after I'm done creating for the day. And so that kind of switches the vibe into, okay, it's evening time, it's time to start winding down to go to bed. And that is my structure. So my structure is after I'm done working, I work out, period. Whatever exercise I choose to do, that is up for debate. So whenever it's that time of the day, I choose whatever workout I wanna do. Maybe I wanna go for a walk. Maybe I wanna do Pilates. Maybe I wanna lift weights. Maybe I wanna dance. I get to choose day to day, whatever it is that I want to do. The point is my values are, I want to work out every day. I want to move my body and exercise every single day. That's what's important to me. It doesn't matter what exercise I'm doing. My values are that I get to exercise every day. So I've set up a structure around that. I've set up an ex- like an exact schedule it's not what time I'm gonna work out. It's not what workout I'm gonna do. It's after I'm done working, I exercise. That's all, that's all I need. For you, setting up your container and your structure around your exercise routine may be at 4 p.m. every day, I'm going to go to the gym. Or once a week, I go to the gym and train with. personal trainer or when I wake up every morning I do yoga everyone's container may be different depending on what's important to you so figure out what your values are what things are important for you to get done what things are important for you to feel healthy to feel alive to feel energized Feeling energized uh, has to do a lot with how much you move your body, the kinds of foods that you eat, the time throughout your day, what you do throughout your day, your level of enjoyment. So when you set up structures around all of this, it just makes your life easier and you can be able to surrender into your feminine energy more and know that there's a structure there to protect you. So I know I can flow and be in my chaotic, crazy, wild, feminine energy and do whatever I wanna do and go with the flow. And I know that because of my structures, because of my routines, I will always look and feel healthy. Because if I didn't have that structure around exercising, and I just said, oh, I'm going to exercise if I feel like it. I'd probably never exercise. I'd probably exercise once, once in a month, once in a year. And then I'd be flowing in my feminine energy. Next thing you know, I'm not as flexible. I'm not as strong. Maybe I'm overweight. Maybe I don't look healthy or fit or toned. And those are one of my values. Feeling and looking healthy having vitality in my skin, in my hair, in my nails. So if me flowing means that I'm going to end up not having, fulfilling my values, then that's not living my best life. So in order to really flow and really be free, I need to have those structures and rules to protect me. The magical part is I get to choose what the rules are. So I think about this. I see what works for me. I see what's easy for me to do because nothing's worse than setting up a structure that is so hard for you to accomplish. No, make it easy on yourself. Make it easy. Make it fun. But set some kind of rules. Set some kind of commitment that you choose that serves your purpose and getting you and maintaining your values while you're still able to flow and go with the, go with the vibe and go with the wind and have fun and be feminine and chaotic. I love that. Okay. We love, we love being chaotic and adventurous and fun and taking risks and doing new things. We love that. But we still need to be safe. We can't be like crazy, crazy. We need something like tying us down. You know, like we're swimming in the water. If we just, if we just jump in the ocean and we aren't anchored down, like if you just go on the boat and you don't anchor it down anywhere, it's going to drift away over here, drift away over there. It's not going to have any control. It's not going to have any purpose, any direction, any value. But when you anchor it down, you can still have fun and go with the waves, but like you're anchored down to what your values are, what your goals are what you want to accomplish, how you want to feel and get done and do and be and have in your life. Who do you want to be? <laughs> I know it's getting very deep in this conversation, but the key is you want to set things up so they can run smoothly and you don't have to constantly be debating whether or not you should exercise whether or not you should eat this thing, whether or not you should go here, do that, wear this, wear that. Set up structures. Limit the options. Give yourself that framework that you follow in a way that works for you so that you're able to feel relaxed within that and know that even if you follow your impulses, you are still accomplishing your goals and living up to your values as a human being. That's also another thing. I'm gonna make a quick note. Scheduling things out sometimes is necessary. I don't like to give myself like, oh, at 1 p.m. you are going to start working and doing this. Like I just do what I wanna do and flow within the containers that I set up for myself. Um, Unless, of course, it's like an appointment at like the hair salon or the nail salon. But when it comes to the tasks that aren't from our flow, like things that we have to do that we don't necessarily want to do, I find it very helpful to actually just put it in the schedule because then it's off of your mind and you know it's going to get done. Like maybe it's like budgeting or doing your meal prep for the week. I mean, I actually enjoy cooking, but I'm just giving examples of things you may have to do once in a while that are kind of annoying, but just put them in your schedule so you know when you're going to get it done and you can live your life. Moving on to point number three, that is having physical awareness. So being tuned into your body and how you're feeling physically This goes beyond what your thoughts are and journaling. This is like a step further. So we've already taken care of the mental plane. We're journaling, we're reprogramming. We have our masculine structures, we're good. Now we want to make sure that we are physically relaxed in our bodies. So take note of how your posture is right now. Feel if there's any like tension in your back, any tension in your face. Maybe you've been like holding your eyebrows up weird and it's like like you need to relax those muscles. So start to tune into your body right now and kind of just take a few deep breaths and see how you're feeling. See if there's any areas that are tighter or feel like tense. For us women, a lot of the time, at least for me, what I've noticed, is that we hold a lot of tension in our womb space. So just like the way I like to relax the womb is by like tightening it. Like if you know what a Kegel is, you can do your own research, but you kind of tighten the area and kind of like hold that in, like tighten it and tighten your abs too. And just kind of like tense up that whole area like you're working a muscle and then breathe in and then breathe out and just let it relax. And when you breathe out and breathe in, like imagine you are relaxing that area, like specifically target your womb and target the muscles in your womb to just like relax. (laughs) I like to do this by breathing and in the way that I just explained to you, but having a relaxed womb that area is our power that's where we create humans so that is one of our most powerful and vulnerable areas so it's like has all the power and also has all the potential to be hurt and tense and it's the most vulnerable part um so Relaxing that and making sure you're always tuned into your womb. Breathing into your womb. Feeling safe within your womb. Just energetically going through that. Breathing through that. Imagining that. Visualizing that. It starts to give you that sort of like inner peace feeling. Because you're almost like. Like you breathe into your womb and you almost just breathe into your power as a woman, and it's just a beautiful thing. So, constantly just reminding yourself that you are a powerful creator man or woman, you are a powerful creator, but to the ladies, your womb is your source of creation and it is also your most vulnerable place. So not only is it the source of your greatest creation, but it is the source of your greatest pain as well. Going into your womb space, tuning into how you feel down there that within itself is extremely powerful probably the most important thing is to feel safe and protected and creative within your womb space within your own body within your own energy not relying on any type of home not relying on any type of man not relying on any type of family uh friends tools protection like just within your own energy you feel safe because you know that you have such a great powerful thing that is that is it <laughs> so with that being said i hope that these tips were helpful Don't forget to like this video, share this with a friend, share the love. Comment below where you're watching this video. Where are you from? What do you do? What are your passions? I'd love to learn more about you. So feel free to comment that below. And I also wanted to remind you that I'll be launching the Rewired Play Shop course in March, March 11th. I know some of you have already signed up and I'm so excited to get started. But if you have a desire to go beyond learning and to almost be led throughout your journey and be guided, as well as given the tools on how to get to where you want to go, how to accomplish your desires, your goals, how to identify them, tune into your personal power. If you desire that next level activation and being led and being in that group energy of other people on a similar journey to you, I invite you to join my Rewired course. It's going to be so magical. It's going to be completely channeled. So I have some topics that I know I want to discuss, but we're going to get on there. We're going to flow. We're going to explore. The more we engage with each other, the more magical it's going to be. So I can't wait to co-create with you on that super exciting play shop coming in March. Don't forget to sign up. And with that being said, I'll see you in the next video. I hope you enjoyed it go check out the rest of my videos. I have so much free, powerful knowledge on here. So go and binge it. (laughs) Okay. I'll see you in the next video. Bye.